This is Minnesota Today for Thursday, January 18th. I'm Emily Reese. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. State economic development officials are reporting that Minnesota's unemployment rate dropped slightly last month. Here's Dana Ferguson. The Department of Employment and Economic Development reports that Minnesota's seasonally adjusted unemployment rate dipped under 3 percent in December to 2.9 percent. It's the first time since June that it has been this low. The rate is lower than the national unemployment rate of 3.7 percent. About 3 million people were employed last month. That's out of a labor pool of about 3.1 million. Minnesota's labor force participation dropped slightly compared to November and sat at 68.1 percent. Officials say diversity in commodities and investment in job growth have buoyed the state's economy. I'm Dana Ferguson. The Minnesota Department of Health issued new guidance this week on PFAS in drinking water. The guidance significantly lowers the acceptable levels so that current testing models don't detect it. PFAS are a class of man-made chemicals, often called forever chemicals, which 3M produced and disposed of for years. Areas of the East Twin Cities metro have high levels in their groundwater. In Woodbury, 10 of the city's 20 wells have higher than acceptable levels of PFAS. The city has a temporary treatment facility with a permanent plant opening in 2028. Woodbury Public Works Director Mary Van Milligan told NPR's Morning Edition the new guidance might prompt adjustments to the treatment plan. We anticipated new guidance. It is lower than we anticipated. It may have long-term operating and maintenance impacts to just the expense of turnover for our treatment facility. New state restrictions coming into effect next year will eventually ban all non-essential uses of PFAS. University of Minnesota researchers are testing ways to reduce methane emissions from cows using feed supplements. Methane is a potent climate warming gas produced when cows digest their food. Assistant Professor Isaac Selfer says feed additives show promise, but cost will be a critical factor. The economics of who's going to pay for a feed additive, that's going to reduce methane emissions, right? So on most livestock operations, margins are relatively tight. Feed is usually the largest cost. And a lot of these feed additives are relatively expensive to produce. Researchers believe it'll be possible to reduce methane production in cows by 30 to 40 percent using feed additives, but research is still in the early stages. The Hastings City Council has passed a resolution calling for a ceasefire in the war between Israel and Hamas in Gaza. The resolution also urges the U.S. government to increase humanitarian aid to residents there. It was signed by more than 40 Hastings residents. Councilmember Jen Fox spoke in support of the resolution. I just want to thank all of our community members who have come out to to. Um, hold us accountable to our power. Um, we have voices and it's incredibly important for us to um, stand up for what is right. The resolution asks Hastings city leaders to urge federal elected officials to work for a ceasefire and better access to humanitarian aid in Gaza. The Minneapolis City Council is expected to consider a similar resolution next week. That council deferred action on a resolution presented at a meeting earlier this month. And a record number of people signed up for health insurance through Minsure during the annual open enrollment period that ended earlier this week. Governor Tim Walz's office said today that more than 146,000 people enrolled in health coverage plans through the public health insurance marketplace. That's a 13 percent increase over last year's open enrollment period. State officials say nearly 60 percent of those enrollees received tax credits to lower the cost of monthly premiums. 
In sports, the Timberwolves beat the Pistons last night in Detroit, 124-117. to Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns each had 27 points. The Wolves host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight in Minneapolis. Gopher women's basketball team lost to 16th-ranked Indiana last night. Mackenzie Holmes had 32 points for the Hoosiers. Gopher men's basketball team plays at Michigan State tonight. Gophers have won seven of their last ten. In women's hockey, Minnesota beat Ottawa last night in overtime 3-2. to Minnesota scored the game's final three goals to pull out a fourth win of the PWHL season. The Wild play the Lightning in Tampa tonight. Wild have only won two of their last ten. And Minnesota United started training camp this week in Blaine. The Loons' regular season starts next month. Your Minnesota forecast for tonight, snow possible. It'll be cloudy statewide with lows from minus 3 to minus 10. There is a winter weather advisory in effect for the far southwestern corner of Minnesota tonight into tomorrow morning. Tomorrow it'll be partly sunny with highs from 0 to 6 above. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. Phil Picardi will have an update for you on Friday morning.